Hello and welcome to Movies on the Side. This is Stephen Robles. And this is Nate Baranowski. And this week we review the 2021 reboot, The Matrix Resurrections. We go to Romance Corner and talk about Neo and Trinity. And do we enjoy these fight scenes as much as the original? We talk about, does this movie resent being made? And Nate has an incredible idea of how it actually could have been better. All this and more on Movies on the Side. Back Resurrections to the Matrix. Edition. Resurrections. We're back. And so is the Matrix. Nate, we live in a world today with so many reboots and nostalgia trips of, you know, fuller houses and, and, and homes. Is it ho- houses? House eye? Like folk eye? House. Like, it's like mouse and mouse. Like moose? <laughs> moose and meats. Anyway, in this world of nostalgia trips, this was one movie that I had high hopes for. I, I really love the original Matrix trilogy. I feel like we've reviewed at least some of them on this podcast. And I even like the second and third one, which are not as critically acclaimed. So I was very much looking to Matrix colon Resurrections. Oh, no, that's not even the title. It is. <laughs> <laughs> I was very much looking forward to The Matrix Resurrections uh, last year. I watched it on HBO Max. And I, I don't know. I've, I almost feel like giving my, my thoughts right here at the top. But uh, why, don't you, why don't you tell me? Because you saw this recently, right? The, you just I just did. I had planned to see it at some point in time. Sure. But life was moving quickly. Right. And then right. I got COVID. And right. then life right. slowed down for me. And you then the I had time to watch <laughs> The Matrix Resurrection. Resurrection? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes. The, then I had time to watch the Matrix Resurrections yes. and see. Uh, I wanted to see Keanu back I in there. I want to see Keanu too. I love uh, Keanu, Carrie, and Moss. I think I watched more interviews with the two of them than are the runtime of this movie because I love hearing them talk about it, like reminisce about the old trilogy, the chemistry, revisiting that world. Like, oh, that was very interesting. I was very excited as they were talking about it, doing another Matrix and all this. But then uh, actually watching this movie. Well, yes. Then that happened. Now, now here's going to be something. I'm going to put this out there. Yeah. Because I was ready to come in guns blazing. Okay. Right. Like Trinity Uh, in the first movie. Yeah. But, well, and I, I think I'm still going to like be honest with it. But here's the conflicting part. Sure. I listened to an interview with Lana Wachowski. Okay. And she said in the interview, she said, well, for 18 years, I said, I would, I'm not going to make another Matrix, not going to make another Matrix. Her sister, Lily's like, nope, definitely not making another Matrix, not going to be involved in this one. <laughs> right. and then, she, then there was a family tragedy in her family, mm-hmm. and her two parents passed away. And then she wrote the whole Neo and Trinity kind of coming back together as a way, like coming back from the dead resurrections as part of the healing process of losing her parents. Mm. So that's, see, yeah. That that adds context. That adds something. It adds something. But on the other hand, Okay, first of all, uh, guess the Rotten Tomatoes real quick before we, we say our opinions. I'm going to give you a hint. The Critics? The critics and audience score is exactly the same. Uh, One guess covers both. 41%. Actually, 63%. Okay. 63%. Okay. People, I guess, like this movie more. I will say, because I watched, I watched it again last night. I had seen it several months ago, and okay. knowing we were going to do this, I watched Good, it again. because I have a lot of questions on the I plot. Was, uh, I was like, let me refresh this thing. And as I watched it a second time, I was like, 
sometimes this movie feels like a shot for shot remake of mm-hmm. the first Matrix movie. There are which, literal shots of the first Matrix movie playing <laughs> well, in this yeah, movie. There is that, but also new shots with characters that very much resemble the originals. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, one could argue that about Force Awakens also. I mean, mm-hmm. we just saw that recently. But I was just watching it, I was like, the first Matrix was confusing the first time you see it. Mm-hmm. And everybody's like, you know, you got to see it several times to get it. But I feel like... It it is coherent and the premise is super interesting, and it was a revolutionary premise I think at the time in 1999 that first Matrix came out, and so I don't think this movie gives us a new premise to really wrestle with. It's really more just like let's do it again, which at times is fun. You know, some of the action can be fun, but it, I don't know. It felt just like oh, well, let's do it again and kind of use the same world, same ideas. Uh, with some different actors. I don't know. Maybe that's a, that's an ungracious take, but how do you feel overall? Right. It did feel... felt like this movie, part of it felt like Lana was like forced to do this. It gave me the feeling while I was watching it. And even in the very first half of the movie, which I think is actually not bad. Because I not think the fair. premise here with Neo living a life as part of a video game company that made the matrix games and he's like the old like super successful oh i created this popular franchise and now we need to reboot it and then he has moments where he feels like was the matrix all real but uh, Neil Patrick Harris is there as his his counselor, basically like, no, you're having these episodes. I think that's kind of interesting because there is part of me, especially in the first 30 minutes of this movie, that thinks, what if we find out that was this was all, the first trilogy was all him trying to mm. cope with his life. And he, these were just video games. And I think that's uh, kind of an interesting premise when he's fighting with what's real and what's not. Sure. I feel like it's a lot of fan service. Like you were saying, I'm sure Lana felt like she had to do a lot of things that hearkened to the original because I think people wanted to see, you know, a modern CG, better effects, like all the like better versions of some of the things we saw back then, even just like the mirror, you know, after you take the red pill and were the effects much better in this movie. (laughs) I guess that's debatable too. I I think they are better, you know, the, 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 well, definitely then reloaded. Remember that playground scene, the CG of Mr. Smith in that playground scene was atrocious, but kudos for attempting that. <laughs> like, I, right. I can just imagine. Ambitious. The comp- it was a big very swing. Very ambitious. I imagine that computer had to chug for like three weeks straight to render right. that scene of all the right. CG Smiths. But- well, even at the beginning of this movie, yeah. the the young, I guess, they're, are they millennials anymore? Or are we on Gen Z now for the young professionals? Uh, anyway, know, it doesn't Z-ish. matter. Sure, sure. But they're talking through and they're like, bullet time. We need more (laughs) action. We need explosions. And it is so tongue in cheek at its at its own fans and at its own like Reddit boards. Yeah. Like, oh, but you know what Matrix is really about? You know, and in some ways, it's kind of harsh to its own fan base. 
as if like there was a little bit of lana being like i've dealt with this for 20 years of you doing this like (laughs) and this this, is you're kind of annoying and here's what it sounds like to me one word bullet time yeah (laughs) bullet time (laughs) and so part of it is like super like pokes itself and goes like see yeah, like that's true. That's you guys true. just kind of want to see bullet time and guns and stuff and then the second half of the movie and i thought okay that's kind of cool you're tongue-in-cheek and you're kind of making yeah. fun of your fan base and then the second half just becomes that right it just becomes the thing that they were like you just want to see a bunch of action you just want to see punching and flying and neo doing all sorts of stuff now okay, and then it just has a lot of that now I didn't. I have not perused the trivia section of IMDb yet. Mm. I'm going there now. But do we know if or why, like Lawrence Fishburne and Hugo who is Weaving, it? Hugo Weaving, like, do we know why they weren't in this movie? And may it have been a little better if they were. You know what I mean? Right. Like, did you? Did you? No, I, I don't know. I wish. I, I wish they were. I missed them. I missed them because honestly, like Agent Smith. As Jonathan Groff as Agent Smith, like I think he did a good performance. I think he did as well as he could. Every time I saw him on screen, though, all I ever heard was da 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 da. So if if our listeners don't know, he was King George and Hamilton. Uh, but like that's all I heard, and so that was kind of a difficult thing to get past. That was the only other thing I'd ever seen him in. But like he did fine. I think he was menacing. There's that fight scene where he's about to hit him with the sink, you know, and and he and Neo, I think he could have been a good Smith, but I feel like Hugo Weaving is so, he is Agent Smith, just like Mm -hmm. Lawrence Fishburne is Morpheus, and they were for three whole movies. I feel like it's a hard nostalgia to break to see different actors in those roles. You know what I mean? Right. I really, in movies like this, I like the torch pass, even if you can just get the old actor for like, a moment. Yeah. I right. like, I would have liked a little bit of the, like, they brought in, who was the guy from, was it Reloaded? The Mandavigian or whatever. The, the, Mer, the Merovingian. The, the Merovingian. Yeah, something they brought, like that. Yeah. They brought yeah, that yeah. guy back. Yeah. Then I really, I really could have used like one seated Lawrence Fishburne in the simulation. Yeah. Yeah, just kind of like sitting, like feeding the birds, John Wick style, and then just like, I'll see you soon or something like that. I don't know, some sort of like pass off. I think I think that would have been good, and or a quick Hugo weaving morphing between Jonathan Goff. We do a quick Hugo weaving like, welcome back, Mister Anderson, and then like switch it on back. That might have been good. I did like the the, so one of the new elements in this movie that wasn't in the originals is that machines and programs might be on the good side, which Mm -hmm. that's actually who Morpheus is, and they have a pretty cool like in the real world he can take a shape using some kind of fancy word, fancy made up words that they used in the movie. Like that was Mm -hmm. cool. Seeing robots actually want to be good was interesting. <laughs> there yeah. was a there was a scroll moment uh, between Neo and that one robot. Did you see that? <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> I thought that was fun. Um, so like that was interesting, but I don't know. Even watching it again, I, I was kind of like pretty distracted because it, it it didn't hold me. You know what I mean? Yeah, I have some plot questions for you right okay. here. <laughs> Please. So Neo is back in the Matrix. 
They right. they okay. So these are going to be spoilers for the original trilogy and this one. And because, this one. spoilers. Who I cares? Mean, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Got to do. We got to do it. We got to do it. So if you still haven't seen Matrix ever, here's your here's your <laughs> departure. Have Goodbye. a good time. One is great. Two is fine, and three is weird. I like three though. I feel like the, I those You're big a three defender apologies. Those big of fight, three. those big action scenes with like the uh, the robotic Gungan style, Gundam style, mm-hmm. like robot mm-hmm. things. I was down for that. That's you got that right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so the so basically at the end of the third movie, Neo uh, Trinity dies. Right. And Neo, like, while they're, like, going to kind of Independence Day, crash into the main... Robot City. They're going to the headquarters of Robot City. And Trinity doesn't die like she gets hit in the head and slowly fades. She's, like, stabbed through the body with something. Skewered. Yeah, like, she's clearly unalived. So, and he crashes in, and he does this... Could you remind me? He does this because, like, he needs to die in order to, like, he is the balance. So he, so, and the This is the end of the third movie, The Matrix Revelation. Rev- yeah. Matrix Revelation. Tell Wait me, Papa, again. Tell me, Papa, again. <laughs> tell how me the, the story. Tell me about the story the again about the robots and the man named Neo. Revolutions, Matrix Revolutions. So the robots found the human city of Zion, and they're attacking it. But the robots have a problem because Agent Smith, which is a computer program, has gone haywire and is becoming more powerful and taking over the Matrix, this illusionary world that's keeping all the humans hooked up as batteries. Like batteries, yeah. And so Neo is going to Robot City to talk to, like, the head robot, like, the the brains of the operation, to say, you have a problem with Agent Smith— we have a problem and you're trying to kill us. So I'll solve your problem if you leave Zion alone. And so the weird big face robot, if you remember, like slowly rises up and hooks Neo back into the matrix and Neo fights agent Smith to the death wins spoiler. And then the ro- like he seemingly died in that fight. And then he kind of is carried off by the robots and then the robots leave the Zion city alone. And it's like, we have peace for a time. And that's how the the third movie ended. Okay, so they re <laughs> so they rebuilt Neo's body. I they guess? also rebuilt yeah. Trinity. Like the robots are like, actually, we need you guys both alive because your love for each other makes the <laughs> Matrix possible. Uh, the power between them, I guess, maybe like gives them... Two bat- like you're holding two batteries close and there's like a little electricity <laughs> yeah, like between, right? It's like, we keep your it. pods yeah. close. Right, but not too close. So you can sense each too, other. Yeah, a little too close. <laughs> and yeah. that like generates more power, right? Right. And, and maybe like their presence in the Matrix uh, is that like remainder. Because that's like one of the first movies they said like that Neo is a remainder because whatever like his like there's always a a neo there's always this one person in the matrix that can somehow have more powers or whatever and so maybe keeping them alive is keeping the remainder like in their control something like that something so in this movie yeah is neo in the real matrix or he is he in like a side simulation no he's in the real there's just one matrix there's one matrix, and then I think this movie introduces the idea of like a modal, 
they call it a modal, which is like, I guess maybe a program within the matrix. And like, mm-hmm. there's some things that happen there, but it is just the one matrix and Neo is there. Okay. And Trinity. And Trinity's there too. Right. And she's like Tiffany or something. And she's got she a is family. Tiffany, which I did like the line at the end when she finally understands who she is. And she turns to the guy that's supposedly her husband. She's like, stop calling me that. I thought that was pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. So she's got a, so they have to, but they have to kind of meet in the matrix in order to like keep their like fire a lot. Cause if I'm creating a matrix and I need both of their pods next to each other, I'm putting, you know, Trinity will live in Hong Kong. Right. Right. And Neo will live in Spokane. And it's like, (laughs) yeah, I I don't know why they have to be so close. Both physically, or in the matrix like i don't know why i, don't I think know. i think it's because like they're longing for each other has to like i don't know anyway yeah. okay so they so, are in the matrix right right the neo mr anderson's therapist <laughs> neil Patrick is Harris. is the architect of the matrix or like just the brains like the main guy supposedly he's the main guy he's, he's running it i think he's running the show I think. Okay. Yeah. And a lot of times what we're supposed to believe is that he kind of breaks through and does something powerful and then they have to just reset the matrix all over again. Maybe, or maybe it's Smith that's causing issues because Smith is still around, which is not something that, you know, I thought he was dead in the third movie, but I don't, I don't know. It's, okay. Don't so know. he's back. Know. Yeah. There's a new crew. The new crew. Of Zion people. <laughs> Jada Pinkett Smith's old now. Oh, well, that's, they, that's the one thing. That's the whole reason I wanted you to watch this movie, Nate, is because Jada Pinkett Smith's makeup. Mm. <laughs> what when you saw her on screen? How did you did think of that old age makeup? I thought you guys went all out for this old age makeup. <laughs> you you used all, all the makeup, all of the you, makeup, was all used. of it, all of it, was all used. of it. I yeah. I didn't I didn't know how much time had passed, but I mean she basically has to be the one element of this movie to show us that a lot of time has passed more than 18 years it has to seem like 60 years so she has to carry the weight of going it's been a long time since neo sacrificed himself because apparently there needs to like there needs to be like truthers about neo and like the myth (laughs) has to have kind of grown along the way did you see the reflection of neo in that mirror when they showed like his actual self like what he actually looks like all the makeup too <laughs> you're actually like, old one of the worst like old person hair cuts like bald in the middle why like, long, can't stringy this hair movie take place exactly 18 years after the the last one so that they don't have to write in which they had to make some sort of line like you see yourself that way but you're not actually like you're really old yeah, yeah i don't i don't understand i don't know because they could have I, I don't know but is anyway. this movie fun steven is there are there fun parts i don't know you know i'm trying to think what would be fun is action or matrixy things one of one of my issues was you know seeing what is neo capable of that was always an interesting aspect of the original trilogy it's like with every mm-hmm. passing movie he was able to do something cooler like he literally could fly at the end of the first one and he flew in the second and then by the end of the second, he was actually able to manipulate the real world and the robots in addition to the Matrix. It was like mind-blowing. 
And so this movie tries to do that a little bit where he has no powers or no ability to affect the Matrix at the beginning. And then he kind of slowly gets more abilities, the ability to fight and whatever. And I feel like they gave him this one. From Trinity. Yes. Trinity uh, powers him. I don't know love? if it's just he's he's finally love? understanding it's he's love, in the Matrix. Right? Yeah, love, sure. Love is the power. Uh, but love is the power the whole he time. He basically gets he gets one new move. You know what I mean? Like in a video game where you get like new moves every whatever. Mm-hmm. He get he got mm-hmm. one new move in this movie, which is like a force push. Like he can basically like push things away and you kind of see this like clear bubble. Shockwave. Like thing, yeah, like a shockwave. And like, okay, like that's cool the first time. I think he does it first to Morpheus in that like kung fu fight type thing uh, on the water. And it's cool the first time. But I was watching, I watched it again last night. I was like, he kind of does that. That's like the only thing he does. Like that's the only kind of new cool move mm, he does. And I yeah. understand he's like finally coming to terms. He's in the matrix again. Like he's not as powerful as he was, but I felt sure. like if you're going to introduce some cool new things, like do a few maybe. And then like, right. I don't know. They do more. So that, that wasn't as fun as the original trilogy. The fight scenes were like, I felt a little bit carbon copy ish. It was like we're we're watching crouching tiger, hidden dragon type fight scenes. They're flying on wires. Train was a little this. roughly edited for me. I couldn't quite tell yeah. what was going on. Pretty tight, a lot of bodies. <laughs> yeah, and then like you know, even in the final scenes where you have like World War Z style, like large groups of of people doing things. Like it's exciting, I guess, but eh, maybe not. Maybe right. not. Even the restaurant like scene where there's like the whole SWAT team in very close quarters and then, you know, Trinity and that other girl are doing this weird like mind meld. I was like, I, I think this is a cool fight scene. There's stuff happening, but then sometimes I would see Keanu Reeves in the background kind of like <laughs> pretending to fight. <laughs> <laughs> he's kind of, he kind of just like waving his arms around and I'm like, I, I don't think he thought he would be on camera at that moment. So yeah, it was just I'll tell you this. Weird. Yeah. I didn't, I don't think I enjoyed a single fight scene from this movie and not because yeah. they were terrible, but because they did not seem original to this. I had seen it better right. elsewhere, Right. but I actually, I say this because I find the slower scenes and I find the Neil Patrick Harris and the him grappling with reality so much more interesting in this movie that yeah. I wish they hadn't gone so big with like the World War Z people climbing on the cars yeah, and been a little bit more cerebral in that, a little yeah. smarter. Because although the CGI of Neil Patrick Harris moving in fast motion while... Neo was going slow motion. I yeah. was like, they're missing some frame. I know it's supposed to be like this, but <laughs> it was not yeah. fun to look at. Yeah. But I thought the scene where he fires the gun at Trinity and he's like, can't like, will you be able to get to it to stop it? Yeah, that was kind yeah. of thing was nice and tense. And like, that was a good like illustration of like, when you're not sure if you can like save sure. her, yeah, that's yeah, like yeah. the biggest surge of power we can get as like, right. I thought that was interesting, but man, once it started, like the Jonathan Groff, Keanu Reeves hitting themselves with porcelain for whatever reason, I think that because they became really powerful, we've talked about like yeah, when yeah. the two superhumans fight each other, it's like, well, yeah, hit him with a do? sink. What are you going to do? Like hit him with a <laughs> tub. Like, do you need bigger porcelain items? <laughs> yeah, um, bidet. I, I don't know. I just, yeah. I didn't find much of it 
very exciting at all. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm. It made me want to watch you. the original. Is what it made me. Uh, want yeah, to do. honestly, and maybe like, I wouldn't yeah. enjoy that as much either. I don't know. No, I think I think I would enjoy the originals again. Now I will say, as as we near a close here, I do want to visit Romance Corner because because mm, love was ne- the real Neo, power. Neo and Trinity, yeah. Keanu Reeves and Carrie Ann Moss. Mm-hmm. I will You've say, spoken before about how this was a big part of your growing up. And you saw their relationship as amazing. Did I say that? Yeah. In the uh, year 2000, when you uh, were 15 uh, years old okay. or whatever. Well, I will say, I do think, if there's something this movie did right, I still feel the chemistry between them. And I think yes. they did that well. There's the scene when Keanu thinks he's starting to recognize her and is like trying to broach the topic. And she's still kind of like, mm, whatever. And like I feel that tension, and then when Carrie Ann Moss finally has the full realization, and they actually kiss in that scene, and that's kind of when everybody is blown away. I I, I liked that chemistry. I th- I still think it's good. What did you think? Yes, yes, their chemistry is still great. I thought the sort of tension of they're in the coffee shop, but like he finds out she has a family, and they kind of right. like they look familiar to each other, but they don't recognize each other. I like that, like close but not quite there kind of vibe. Yeah, I think that's great, and I think their relationship is actually something that the old movies lay really good groundwork for you to be like. Yeah, I remember when you two were together. And, like, they show clips of the old movies of them, like, (laughs) of her, like, crying over his plugged-in self and being like, I believe in you. You're the one. I love you. That was a great moment. Whatever she says. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. And, like, they were able to build on that cachet. And that was something that, like, this movie could cash in on. And I do think one of the things that was a good improvement over the originals is in 1999, there were no cell phones, really. There were no smartphones. And so translating the idea of the Matrix into a modern context is a challenge because you can't be like, oh, you can get out of the Matrix with just a mobile phone because then it would totally destroy the the whole you know, big major premise there. And so I do think it's interesting like seeing them have it to escape the Matrix in different ways. They talk about a hack or whatever, and they have to go through a mirror like – I, th- I thought those were interesting updates to the premise that helped kind of bring the idea of the Matrix to the 21st century. But yeah, it was fine. Well, okay. So here's one place that I feel like they could have got further because they had that one scene where Neo's on the elevator and everyone's on their phone and yes, that sort yes, of thing. Yes. I would, I mean, like, what a time to make like a statement about our current state of things. Sure. That, like, you could hit me pretty hard over the head with the fact that we here in 2022 are much more controllable by technology sure. than we were back then. Sure. And like, I don't know. I think that would pretty hit pretty hard to be like, you know, for Neil Patrick Harris to basically be like, yeah, we, you, there is now social, like we've worked through social media and we've worked through stuff to keep the masses right where we want them to be and we like control the lives of our batteries and stuff it's like yeah. what it, i mean if you're gonna be like go big go yeah. big with that yeah I, sure. I feel like they missed an opportunity there to really capitalize on because this matrix world did not feel 2022 ish to me that's true it did feel kind of like 10 years ago 
Matrix. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I get it. Right, mm-hmm. let, let's rate this movie real quick, Nate. On a scale of zero to five, rabbit tattoos. Another yep. original that pulled into today, but I give that one a pass because they're trying to like remind Neo of the past. Yep. So like, okay, yep. I'll give it a pass. On a scale of zero to five, I'm going to give this two. I'm going to give this two mm-hmm. rabbit tattoos. You know, one of the big moments in the original movies was Neo flying. And that's kind of what happens during the climax of this movie. But it did not have the same payoff or feeling <laughs> as it did before. Well, because he doesn't he doesn't fly in this one. It's Trinity he flies that flies and very, he dangles. The very, very last scene they both fly. Oh, okay, right. Because they're right, like right. flying together. But but yeah, he's just kind of like dangling there and, and Trinity's flying, which is cool. Like that's a cool yeah. turn of events. Yeah, give Trinity, she can fly. Like that's cool. But it just does not feel as weighty or as like cool as as the original. I probably won't see this again. I would definitely mm. watch any of the original trilogy again and scenes from the original as opposed to this one, but I'll give it to two rabbits. What do you say? Yeah, I'm going to give it exactly two rabbits as well. I do feel like this movie almost is spiteful that it got made. Like the, yeah, there's an, almost a sense of like, why did you make me do this? Yeah, yeah, and exactly. I, I mean, I hopefully it was, it was fine for everyone involved. Uh, sure. But it did have a kind of a resentment, maybe is the right word, for being in existence. And I yeah. felt it while watching it. Yeah. So I'm going to give almost, it... I'm oh, sorry, go ahead. No, I'm going gonna, I'm, I'm gonna to give it two. Yeah. I think this is, yeah, kind almost, of what that is for me. I'm almost more thankful for the interviews of Keanu Reeves and Carrie Ann Moss that this movie produced than watching the actual movie. If itself. we could have just had a 20 year kind of reunion special. That, yes. Yes. That would have been wonderful. Anyway, okay. Was, here's my ahead. quick punch up. Yeah. I think I know how to improve this movie. Okay. Go ahead. Are you ready? Yeah. Here it is. Start this movie from Carrie Ann Moss's perspective. A complete beginning of the movie Ooh. is all her living the good. housewife life, being kind of not content, feeling a little weird. Like, make her the star of the first 30 minutes. That would be good. Make like her that. the thing. And she yeah. runs across Neo at the coffee shop. I like that. And a lot. she feels something for him, but she has this family and she's conflicted. M- make them go find her. Yes. Because he's like locked it like they have neil locked down so it's her right. trying to help him escape from the matrix i like that but this time she's got the power so i like that a lot like, that's really good flip it on them all the way so that's anyway, good that's my that's my thought that was a great idea listeners let us know what you thought comment on our instagram at movies on the side when the episode goes up and we're doing something special this week we're actually releasing our bonus episode to the masses because we felt that this was an important enough topic, very timely, very important, critical, really. Why or is a hot dog a sandwich? And so you can listen to this bonus episode, whether you support the show or not. And if you enjoy it, then support the show at patreon.com slash movies on the side or an Apple podcast. You can access all of our past bonus episodes at one right then, right as soon as you support the show. And as we always say, after all these years to be going back to where it started, Back to the Matrix. Da 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 da